Gemara, Erubin, Daf, Kof. The Masechet dedicated by Freddie Kassab and his wife. And we'll make a dedication for them. The Einu Nishmat, Yaakov ben Sarah, Yitzhak ben Mazal, and Natslahat Siyun ben Yaakov. Today's Daf, the Fuash Shelema, Shimon ben Simcha, and Narafalalo, Betoch Shear Hola Israel. Amen. We begin today's daf on Tzaditet, Amud Bet, and we're right before the Mishnah on the bottom, and we're up to the words Ashpa B'Shut Arabim. So we had a case of an Ashpa. It was in the public domain. It was ten tefahim high. Had a din of Rishut Yachid. We said you're allowed to throw from the window, which is also Rishut Yachid, into the uh, into the Ashpa. So the Gemara says, what's the Hadush in this case? Okay, well, if they take the ashpa, uh, so meaning they start taking stuff away from it, so then it loses its height, so then it becomes uh, part of the Rishut Arabim. Then you're throwing from Yachit Arabim. The Hadush of the Mishnah is that we're not worried that it might diminish in its height, that people might not empty things out from it. There was a story of Mavui, we learned this case already. There was a Mavui, and if you remember, one side of the Mavui was open to the Shuta Rabim. The other side was closed, and uh, Batim and Hatzerot. Uh, one side, Sidoi Hat Kalilayam. One side <coughs> was water. Water is considered a wall, and as long as it's ten tefahim deep. And the Sidoi Hat Kalila Ashpa. The other side was Ashpa, also considered like a wall. Uh, so they wanted to matir this uh, mavui with the lecha yorakorah because basically it had three walls. One of its walls being a, a yam and one of the walls being an ashpa. They came to the rabbi, Obama said if it be. They came to the be velo amar bolol isu velo leheter. He didn't say mutar. He didn't say asur. Why? Well, lo amar bo heter, lo amar bo the hayshin and chematinatil ashpa. He's worried that maybe the ashpa over the course of time will be diminished. And therefore, you don't have a wall. Therefore, you cannot be matir the mavui. So stop right there. That's the question. You see what? That a you do have a concern that it might become diminished. And here we're saying in the Mishnah that we don't have a concern. Anyway, the Gemara says, why didn't he say it's asur? Shema ya'aleh hayam. Again, heter lo amar lo dehayshinan shema tenatel ashpa. Ve ya'aleh hayam sirton. That we worry that the yam might uh, the beach might come up to the uh, to the end of the yam and it pile up and if you don't have ten tefahim at the uh, at the end so therefore if it's if, if you can have that you don't have a wall so therefore you cannot be mati the mavui isulo amal bo he couldn't say it's asud either at this point because it was mehitzot at this point but what did he do see he didn't want to give it a hetir because he was worried that the ashpa might diminish so the gemara says two uh, one answer lakashya. Had Yahid, had Rabim. That story over there that came in front of the B was Ashpa that belonged to a Yahid. So therefore, you're worried that it might, uh, you know, they might change their mind and therefore it might get diminished. Our Mishnah is the Rabim. Ashpa, the Rabim of the public, they're leaving it there. No one's taking it away. It's a public item and therefore you're not Hoshesh that it might diminish. Therefore, it's considered a legitimate wall. Matnitin, Ilan Shaya So you have a tree and it's overhanging onto the Aritz. Um, uh, again, the tree is higher than ten tefahim, and you have the the overhang, the branches and the leaves are hanging over. And uh, 
אם אין נופו גבוה מן הארץ שלושה טפחים, if let's say the north, the uh, overhang goes all the way down within three טפחים of the ground, which is considered לבוד, מטלטלים תחתיו. So basically it creates walls. So basically under the tree you have a רשות יחיד, have walls, and uh, of course again the north goes all the way down, and therefore you have uh, walls to carry underneath it. שרשב גבוהים מן הארץ שלושה טפחים, if the roots of the tree are three טפחים above the ארץ, So now you have a problem. You can't sit on them because the halacha says on Shabbat, you're not allowed to use a tree on Shabbat. Once it's three tefahim above the ground, uh, it's, it's not considered ground anymore. It's considered tree. And therefore, you cannot sit on these roots because, again, you're using the tree. Now the Gemara comes along and says, We said the tree, meaning under the tree, you're allowed to carry because it's the Shabbat. You're not allowed to carry yater mebet satayim. You can't carry more than bet satayim. Now remember we said that we know this rule of bet satayim is if you have an area that's hukaf, but it was hukaf shelo ledira. It was hukaf not for dwelling purposes. So then we say the maximum area you're allowed to carry is bet satayim, which is 5,000 ama. Uh, Now over here, lechaola, a guy's living under this tree over here. A guy's under the tree. So why do they give the maximum bet satayim? So the Yabarak comes along and says, My ta'ama, why are you living here to bet satayim? It's a reshut yahid, and it's hukaf ledira. So the Yabarak says, Meshum da'avi dira, shetashmisha le'avir. Bechot dira, shetashmisha le'avir. Em et ha'tadim ba, yatem ebet satayim. So Hadush, that what's the reason why they were living under this tree? In order to watch the fields. So basically his purpose is not to live under the tree for the tree, it's to live under the tree in order to see what's going on beyond the tree. So that's called tashmisha le'avir. Tashmisha meaning for the outside. So the rule is that any time the tashmish is for the outside, so to watch what's going on on the outside of the tree, then you're limited to the betzah time rule. Look at the top of the sheet, David, Mishum Dahavi. Mishum Dahavi dira, shetashmisha la'avir, ena lajur ba'tamid, ela lehistopet ba'ashomea sadeh. Very good. So the shomea sadeh stays there, so that's not considered an actual, you know, dira per se, and therefore you have the rules of betzah time. Shadashav, give him an ad, so let's say you have the Roots of the tree are more than three from the ground, so you're not allowed to sit on them. All right, picture number one, Rabotai. Uh, you can see it in your books. You have the roots, they go up above Shlosha, and then they come down. So part of the root goes up, and then it curves down. And the question is, how do you look at it? Is it above three, or it's below three? So the Gemara says, It's Marshal You could use it, because he looks at it as it's within three. If it's within three, it's considered the ground. Because it's considered the tree. If it's considered the tree, you cannot use the tree on Shabbat. Anything within three of the ground, is considered ground. It's forbidden to use it. Why? It's true, it dips down. But it dips down from a part that's above three. So it's coming from Isud. It's coming from the part that's above three and then it's dipping down. So we look at the Isud part. We look at the part that's above three and therefore it's going to be Asurin. Comes the Gemara. Now it's going to give some other cases of Sharashim, uh, roots and uh, their laws. If the uh, roots over here are similar to, uh, to a rock that's coming out of a, uh, a mountain, uh, So this tree, the picture I have over here is, it's basically like on a, on a slant or on an incline, this root. And basically you have two, if I'm looking at it correctly, you have two uh, 
parts that are coming out, like I guess the rocks on, on the side of a cliff. One part is above three tefahim, that's protruding out of this, 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 this uh, diagonal. And one part is protruding, but it's like two teeth coming out. One is above the three tefahim mark, and one is below. I got the picture of Botai, if you see it in the book, I, I really it'll explain it. Nice picture, you got it in here? Yeah, uh, you know what? Let me let me help the members here because that's why I took this out today. I have a nice picture. The Dami Kivishinuta five C diagram. Bingo, here you go, Abuta. You see it? You see that? If you see it, you see there's two teeth coming out of it. One is uh, above the line of three Tefahim, and one is below the line. Okay, so what do they want now? So the Salkin Le'ela, the part that goes above the line, Asurin. Okay, no, no question on that. The part that goes above the line is above three Tefahim. It's part of the tree. Nobody can use that on Shabbat. The Nahtin the Tatai, and the part that goes beneath the three uh, Tefahim line, Sharu. Uh, okay, so what's the question over here? Litstadin. The question is the Stadin. What is the case of the Stadin? The Stadin, um, I guess the Stadin is the ones that are on the, the border. That part of them are above the line and part of them are below the line. So there we have a Mahloket. Would you go above or do you go below? Okay, so he's going to come along and say that Rabbah will say Mutat that you're allowed to use the part that's uh, beneath the, the three the three tefahim. And if Shishat's going to say it's asur, because it's coming from the part that's above. Again, as long as it's attached to something that's above, according to Rav Shishat, he goes that it's coming mikoah isur. So since it's coming mikoah isur, it's asur. Whereas according to Rav uh, Rabah, no, the part that's below the mark will be permissible, even though it's attached to a part that's coming above the line. Okay, fair. A similar case is anigra. All right? What's the case of Anigra? So we got that here. The Anigra case is number nine, and that's going to be diagram. Okay, Anigra. That's this over here. Let me see if we can get this. All right. You see the Anigra? It's basically a tree in a ditch, or a tree that's uh, below grade, if you see it. And the branches are above the you know, grade by the ground, by where, where the ground is. So the branches are basically flush with the ground, but they're not flush with the below grade. So the question is, how do you, how do you judge it? Do you judge it from the part where it's flush with, and therefore it's within three to frame of that ground? Or do you say that it's above three to frame of the below grade, and then already it's going to be problematic? So that's the, that's the issue of Anigra. And the Gemara comes along and says, Vechen Anigra, you're going to have the same Mahloket. Rabbah is going to come along and say that you don't judge it from the uh, below grade. Uh, therefore, it's permissible to use the size of the trees that are within three to five of that, uh, of that ground. And Rav Shishah is going to say it's going to be asur, that you, um, you, you measure from the ground below grade, and therefore those roots are going to be more than three to five high, and therefore you cannot use the tree. Vechen bekeren zavit. I think we have a picture of that one. The Kedah David is one. The tree, I guess, is in the corner. All right, let's see the picture of that. Kedah Zavit. Where is Kedah Zavit? 
see if I can get a picture of Keren Zavit. Hanigra, Keren Zavit is 10. Okay, Keren Zavit is this picture here. It's basically a, a tree that is in the corner by two, uh, by two walls over there. All right, and what do they want from this over here? So he says, Three, three out of the four sides of the tree is basically covered by wall. Only one part of the wall is exposed. One part of the tree is exposed. Okay. Okay, and you see the branches, basically, you see the branches over there. They're three to from the wall, from the top of the wall. So the question is, do you measure it from the wall or do you measure it from the ground? So again, you can have the machloket rabba and avsheshat. Rabba's going to come along and say it's mutar because it's more than three to five. We measure it from the, from the ledge, from the wall, where the top of the wall is. And if it's within three to five of that, whereas avsheshat's going to say, no, you measure it from the ground. And if it was not you measure it from the ground, it's more than three to fahim. So you're going to have a problem. You can't use it on Shabbat. All right, that's... Uh, that's more or less the story on that. You want to read? David, you want to read? Uh, which one you want to read? Which one excites you? <laughs> you want to read the Kedin? Yeah, I mean, these are pictures here. Just read the Kedin Zavit one, I guess, just to be your Tzadashi. I mean, these are funny cases of, 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 of the roots, I understand. But continue. The Kedin Zavit. Ilan Haoleb and Mixawash Neket Talim Shel Hasev, the Gimel Sedadab Nechnasim, the Tocha Mixawash Bakitalim. Right, the three, the three, the, the, basically the three, three sides of the tree go into the corner of the wall. Well, but there's only two walls in the corner. No, I think the Why is it three? I think that, I think what it means only one side of the tree is, is being revealed. It's like it's sandwiched, uh, the tree is sandwiched between the, in the corner there, so it's covering. It's covering the majority, the whole tree, the back of the tree, let's say. The front of the tree is being revealed. That's what it means. The end of the Even though it's only revealed to the ground on one side, the looks at that one side. And therefore, he counts the three to five from there, and therefore it's more than three to five of that ground, therefore it's going to be problematic. Okay, now we have a story. There was a tree, and the it was coming out of his roof. I guess it was a tree inside of his house, and it protruded, you know, through the, through the skylight. And you see the picture there, it came out of the roof. So the Yosef came along, because... Again, if, you, if you're judging it from the Gag, it's within three to five of the Gag. No part of the tree is within three to five of the Gag. And therefore, uh, it's considered as if it's not high three to five. Exactly. That which is being Mekel is like the Shaitav Rabbah, uh, that we don't say Mekoh Isud. But according to the Shashat, he says, no, but this tree is really coming from the part that's on the bottom. And the part on the bottom is more than three to five of the ground, so the Shashah would actually say that's going to be Asus. So the Gibbara said Peshita, 
Of course, according to the Rabshashar, it's going to be Asud, even the part that's above the roof. What are you teaching me? Ma'ud etema, afidu le Rabshashar, beta keman de mali dami. I might have thought to say that when it comes to a house, you consider it filled, right? Because that's walls. So maybe you consider the house filled to the top. So therefore, I should be able to use the part that's by the roof. Of course, it doesn't have any space in the house. We don't say in such a case. Tenan If the roots are more than three tefahim above the ground, Okay, what's the case? That's a quote, by the way, from our Mishnah. Now, if they don't curve down again, they're just above three totally. Peshita, Peshut, of course, it's above three. It's not part of the ground. It's not part of the ground anymore. Ela, it's considered roots of the tree. Peshut, you don't need the Mishnah to tell me that. Ela, lav, afagav the hadre kaife. So the Mishnah says it must be the case. It's like my case, where it goes up and then dips down again. And you see the Mishnah saying it's a suit. So what do you learn from there? Rav Shishat's rule that if it comes, if the part that's below three uh, 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 comes from something that's above three, so therefore we're osed it. It's a regular case where all the roots are above three. So what's the hadush? Even though one of the sides of the roots are flush with the ground, but since the other sides of the root are above, it's going to be asul. We have a picture of that where you have, I guess, siyur alif on the bottom. I guess one side is within three. Yeah, and the other side is above. So that you might have thought that it's going to be mutar, kamash malan, since there's a side of the roots that's above three, so therefore it's going to be asur. Even according to Rabbah? Even according to Rabbah, exactly. You can't argue on the Mishnah. I guess this is, this is not one piece. The case that they argued on is one root that part of it is up and part of it is down. Here over here, it's just two parts of the tree. One part of the tree is flush to the ground and one part is above. So you would have thought that maybe that's considered also mutad, kamash malan, it's not. So you have these roots of the tree that are three tefahim from the, from the ground. Or there's airspace between the roots and the ground. It's like we just said. Even though one side of it is, you know, uh, equal to the ground. You look in your picture book, you have that over there. There's a gap between the top of the root to the floor. But even though part of the root is actually flush to the ground. But you have a gap on one side of it. So he's saying it's going to be a suit. You're not allowed to sit on a tree or climb a tree on Shabbat. You can't hang things on a tree on Shabbat. You can't lean on a tree. You're not allowed to go on the tree before Shabbat and then sit on the tree uh, on, uh, on Shabbat. You can't do that on a tree, you can't do that on an animal. But if it's a pit underneath the ground, or a well, or a, um, a, 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 a cave, or a fence, you're allowed to climb a fence, or climb one of these uh, uh, caves. 
No problem. They didn't make a gezerah. Even if they're deep or high, the rabbis did not make a gezerah against climbing on Shabbat. They made a gezerah against climbing a tree on Shabbat. Now, the Gemara says, Tani Hada, we have one bright that said, Im Allah, if you climb the tree on Shabbat, Mutar Lered, you can, you can come down. Vetani Hada, we have another bright that says, What? Asu Lered, you're not allowed to come down, you have to stay there for the whole Shabbat. La Kashia, Kan Be'odyom, Kan Shachashecha. The bright that said that uh, you're allowed to uh, come down is talking about uh, where you went up on Friday. So since you went up Beheter, so they let you come down on Shabbat. Khan, the second bright is talking about Meshachashecha, that since you made Isur when you went up, so that's like they, they, they make you stay there on Shabbat. They put a knas on the guy, that he's got to stay in the tree the whole Shabbat. That's one answer. Both cases are talking about where he climbed the tree on Shabbat. So what's the difference? If he did it by mistake, so we'll let him come down. If he did it by mezid, on purpose, we make him stay up. He did it on Shabbat, and we still have two, 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 two outcomes. Do you make a gezerah, or do you make a knas, shogeg, atu mezid? So more sabar kansin. And yeah, we, we knas the guy in the shogeg case, because he might come to the mezid case. The rabbi holds that we don't make the knas. We have a machloket in Masechet Zivahim that is similar to this machloket over here. And we learned this case a few times. You know that there's certain korbanot uh, that the blood is sprinkled on one corner of the Mizbeah and there's certain korbanot that the blood is sprinkled on all four corners. Now we're going to talk about a case where bloods got mixed up. So now you need to know how many corners are you going to sprinkle the blood. So it says, You have korbanot that are sprinkled on one corner, and they got mixed up with also korbanot uh, um, uh, that are um, put on one corner. For example, dam uh, bechor got mixed up with other dam bechor. So that's matanahat. So what should you do? Easy solution for that. The remedy is, you know, all the bloods have the same rules. So take all this mixture and just put it on the corner of the Mizbaya. Similarly, Matan Arba, Matan Arba, let's say you have over here a Korban Hatat. And two Korban Hatat's bloods got mixed up. So they both have the same Matanot, the four corners. So sprinkle all the blood on the four corners. You have no problem. Here's the issue. Matan Arba, Matan But let's say you have the blood of a Korban Hatat that got mixed up in the blood of a Bechor. Two different matanot. The blood of the hatat is four matanot. The blood of the bechor is matanahat. So what do you do? Do you do four? Or do you do one? So Rabbi, the Ezer Omer, yinatnu b'matan arba. Rabbi, the Ezer says, do the four. And Rabbi Yeshua Omer, yinatnu b'matanahat. So what's the logic of it? Amalu Rabbi, the Ezer. Rabbi, the Ezer, asks Rabbi Yeshua that says, you do matanahat. Hareu over al bal tigra. You know, the law says, you're not allowed to do less than the Torah says. Here, you have blood that's supposed to be put in four corners, and you're only doing one. So that's Baltigra. You're over on Baltigra. You're doing less than what the Torah says. But what does he come back? He comes back and says the opposite question. The way you're doing it, by doing four, you're doing more than you're supposed to, because if you're only supposed to do one, you're doing more than the obligation. So, when did they say Baltosif is a problem? 
only when it's alone. Which is, if I have only a matan of ehad and I do it four, then it's already baltusif. But here, since I have in the mixture a matan arba, it's not baltusif because I do have something in this mixture that belongs on four. So the Yeshua says the same answer back to him then. Mm-hmm. When do we say that the zinyana baltigra? That would be only if you had a matan of arba and you did it one. So therefore, that would be bad together because you had to stand alone. The blood is alone. By shaking his, you have a mixture, and in the mixture, there's a matan ehad. So therefore, you could do it as that. So the Gebarah then says another sevarah for Rabbi Yoshua. Ve'odam Rabbi Yoshua, keshenatata avarta al baltosif asita maaseh biyadecha. Keshenatata avarta al baltigra velo asita maaseh biyadecha. He says there's a big difference between the way I'm saying to do it and you're saying to do it. You're over al baltosif with a maaseh. You're doing an action, which means you have a matan of ehad that got mixed up with a matan of arba. By you doing four, you're transgressing baltosif actively. At least I'm transgressing baltegra passively, which means I'm not doing anything. I'm only doing one, and therefore I'm doing less than the four. It's true, but passive. Therefore, he's saying it's better to be over baltegra passively than to be over baltosif actively. Oh, so what do you see over here? That basically when you have two options over here, uh, the Rabbi Yeshua says, it's better to, better to be passive. Oh, and the Rabbi the Ezra says, what? No, better to, uh, to fulfill the mitzvah. So therefore we'll say the same thing by the tree case. The Rabbi the Ezra what did the Rabbi the say by the blood case? Kum ase adif, it's better to do the mitzvah, and therefore better to do for matanot, yered. Hey, we'll tell the guy that went on the tree on Shabbat, we'll tell the guy, go down from the tree. Doing action, why? I guess he's looking at it, it's, it's a mitzvah. Because since you're not allowed to be on a tree on Shabbat, going down from the tree is considered a mitzvah. So he'll tell you it's better to do an action and get down from the, from the tree. And therefore, you're saving yourself from a, I guess you're saving yourself from a constant avera. So therefore, he'll tell you, go down from the tree. Rabbi Yoshua says, no, better to be passive and not do anything. So you might come to transgress. And therefore, tell you, just stay, stay put. Don't, uh, don't, don't climb down the tree in order to save yourself from any suit. Look at that she, by the way, just to catch up before we give the... Uh, the differences over here. Read Rashiv Rabbi Yoshua Notnan. Yes, the Right, basically Rabbi Yoshua says, we, all, we know there's a halakha that says that even if you did a matana ahat, one that you were supposed to do for matanot, if you did it by matana ahat, you yotzeh. So in this case, he'll say, even though it's only been the Avav, in this case, you have no choice. So then we'll do Matana Ahad, and we'll rely on the fact that it covers it. Oh, but wait, but what, but what about what about the Baal Tigra? We have a problem over here, right? We're doing Baal Tigra. We're doing less on the Hatat. There's no problem. Mutab is the key. Right, you, you, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're being over about Tigra, but how am I over about Tigra? Passively. 
Passively, I'm not doing anything. I'd rather be over passively than to do baltosif beyadayim. Oh, so therefore now read Rashi Hachanami. This is the other shita. This is Rabbi. This is Rabbi the Ezer. Rabbi the Ezer said what? No, I'd rather you, in order to do the mitzvah correctly, I'd rather you do four. So he'll tell you what. The hakol zeman tree yoshev. As long as he's sitting in the tree, he's using the tree. Right, that's the key. Even though now by going down in the tree, you're doing a new tashmish. You're doing a new usage. Maybe I tell you to stay there. Don't move. Don't use it more than you're using it now. No. He holds what? Just like he says by the dam case, bring the all four dam, do a ma'aseh to, to, to satisfy the, 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 the mitzvah. So to over do a ma'aseh to satisfy at this point the mitzvah of coming down from the tree. It's going to the mitzvah to come down from the tree. It's a mitzvah to come down the tree, meaning that you're not going to remain on the tree, but you should, even though you're doing a new, a new action, even though you're sprinkling four, four bloods, which would be a baltosif, it's better to do the action in order to satisfy that son. So the Yabarah says, who told you there's a comparison between the two cases? Dilma, lahi, maybe there's no comparison, why? Over there, he'll tell you by the blood. The reason why I told you to do four, because you're doing a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah to sprinkle the blood on four sides. Climbing a tree, coming down a tree, is not a mitzvah. It's just stopping you from an avera. Maybe he'll tell you in that place, maybe he'll just say, stay put. Maybe I'll say the other way. Maybe over there, why did Yeshua say Sheva Sadiq? Don't do four. Because you're not making any sur by putting one. Because you're by the tree, by sitting on the tree every second, maybe I'll tell you to come down. So that we really have no uh, uh, comparison between the two cases. We have a Braita. Ehad Ilan Lah. I guess, what is that? That's a, a moist tree. I guess that's a way of saying the tree's alive. Which I guess is a dry tree, which is, uh, which is dead, uh, which means you're not allowed to climb and use on Shabbat, whether it's a live tree or whether it is a dead tree. When do we say we can't use the tree on Shabbat? That's the way it's alive. So make up your mind. Can you use a dead tree on Shabbat or not? One we're talking about where the tree will regenerate itself. Even though it's dry now, but it can regenerate itself. So therefore, it can become alive again. That's not going to regenerate itself. It's dead. And therefore, it's not considered a tree. Therefore, it's going to be considered permissible. The Gemara says, wait. Would you call that Yavish? Which means, that's not the case. Yavish is not, it's not like a dead tree. If it gives Om Mahlif, you wouldn't call that Yavish. So the Gemara says, Elalakashia. Can that which the Brayta said you can use a a, a, a dry tree be more tahama? One's talking about in the summer months, and can be more tegeshamim. So I guess in the in the summer months, let's read the Rashi. Actually, I am looking at Rashi second line. Be more tahama. What's the reason why? Yeah. Yabesh. 
Oh, oh, so wait, so, so in, in, in the summer months, Yavish is mutar. Why? Because I guess every tree looks like that. No tree has leaves. No, no, Rebbe, no. Oh, Rebbe, no. <laughs> say, say it nicely, say it nicely. Okay, read, read that she again. I read it wrong. Yabesh Mutar. Okay, Yabesh Mutar. I got that right. Right. There's no, there's no, there's no leaves in the in the in the summer, so everybody knows that it's Yabesh. In the winter. In the summer. Right. Because in the, in the in the winter you cannot tell between which trees uh, are la and which Yabesh. Because in the winter I guess all the trees look the same. There's no uh, there's no leaves or anything on it. So therefore, in the summer, where you could, in the summer where you could discern the dry tree, so therefore everybody knows, therefore you could use it. But in the winter, where you can't discern, because all the trees look barren anyway, they all look dead, so therefore it's going to be uh, a sur, and therefore you can have a marit ayin on the dry tree, so therefore it's going to be forbidden. Very beautiful. Got it or no? Yes. Good. So the Abba says, uh, what do you mean? Bimota hama. Ha natre pere, which means uh, when you're going to use the tree, the dry tree in the summer, which we just said is okay, uh, the perot are going to fall from it. And you're basically going to cause fruit to fall from the tree, which should be asur. By using the dry tree, they're assuming there's fruit on the tree. Mm-hmm. And there's fruit on the tree, chaura, should be a problem to use the tree. Okay, there's no perot. Okay, maybe it's not perot, but there's like branches and things like that that are going to maybe uh, fall from the tree. And uh, they're going to think that you can even do that from a uh, regular tree. You're allowed to pull branches off a dead tree because it's dead. But they might think that, oh, what's the difference of pulling branches or taking branches or causing branches to fall off from a regular, from a dead tree? I'll do it from a live tree. So the Chaurah, we should be worried about the fact that the, the branches are falling off. The people might make a mistake to do it on a live tree. Gemara says, What is that? It's just, it's just a stump. There's no, there's no branches. Okay. Am I right on that? Look at that sheet there. How can I trepare? You shouldn't shout out. Right? You might come to do it on a lah. Ask, ask me a question. How were there fruit on a dead tree from last year? Right, which means we're not going to make a gezera from a dead tree to a live tree. Because the whole thing of a live tree is even a gezera. So we're not going to make a gezera on a gezera. But tilisha to tilisha, we're going to make. Which means the, to, 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 to pull, to pull a, a, a fruit off a dead tree, I'll make a gezera after pulling a fruit off a live tree, which clearly would be isud the oraita. So the Gemara comes along and says that the Ma'a said there's no gezera because there's no fruit. Then the Gemara says there's no branches either. And she says, Begeduda, Yetur. Right, it's basically a tree that all the, all the branches came off. Ini, Vehara, Ikla, Le, Apas. 
הפסטיה, ואסר בגדודה, the dead tree, no branches, no nothing, just a stump, and he was osir. Gabbara says, well, he had a reason. Now, Bik'am Matzah, he found, literally, he found the valley, Bik'adar Bagadir, and he made a fence. Basically, in his situation, there was a, it was a situation that he made a Gezira. Look at that, she Bik'am Matzah, Kilomar. Right, exactly, like a valley that's wide open, that there's no protection. That town, they were not B'nai Torah. So he said, listen, if I'm going to invite them to climb a tree on Shabbat, even though it's a dead tree with no branch, they're going to climb on every tree on Shabbat. So therefore, he, had to, he found a valley that had no protection, no fences around, so he had to protect it. Amar Abi Bar Abba, Amar Abi Aser, Asul Adam Shiyadech Agabe Asamim B'Shabbat. Wow, they're not allowed to walk on grass on Shabbat. That's a rough one. And maybe with no shoes. Mishuv Shana Emar, Ve'atz Benaglayim Choteh. Because what? You're making a sin when you're walking. I uh, guess what happens? You're pulling the uh, you're pulling the grass out. Tani hada mutal yedech al gabe asabim b'shabbat. Tanya yedech asur la kasha ha belachim. That which we say it's forbidden to walk on grass on Shabbat is moist. It's alive. So therefore, you're pulling grass uh, that's alive. Ha bivishim and once the where they're dead. So therefore, it's not considered tilisha because uh, they're dead. They're dry. Vi ba'ite ba ha belach belachim. We can say that both are. Moist. That the bright that it said it's asu to walk on the grass. Moist grass. We're talking about in the summer months. Um, what are we worried about the summer months here? I'm taking a chance now. What does it say here? Not a she over here. What's the summer months? That we're worried. Um, I guess that what? Maybe seeds are going to come out of the grass? When he's walking, and what he's going to do, he's going to plant the seeds. And he might dislodge month. the seeds that are in the grass at that time. Ah, so if you dislodge the seeds, you plant it. Okay. And Khan be more to get shamim, where there's no seeds there. So therefore, you're not going to have a problem. They're not worried about you're going to pull it out of the ground? Why are they not worried about you going to pull it? No, he's saying, Khan be have the Gemara understands at this point that the problem is not the uprooting of the grass itself, but the dislocation of the grass seeds. There you go. So the Gemara says, The boat is talking about in the summer months. Like we said earlier, If you're wearing shoes, it's okay. Because your shoes are just going to smash the grass, not going to you know, pull the grass out. Because the grass gets caught in between your, uh, um, you know, your toes, and you're going to... Pull it out. Both cases are talking about where he's wearing shoes. And what's the issue over here? I guess it's talking about what? Does he have a, a, a spikes? Yeah. Spike shoes? So if you have spike shoes, you're worried about even to pull the grass out. If you don't have spike shoes, you're not worried. Okay. Both shoes are spiked. What does that mean? That it has uh, a long grass? Mm-hmm. As a long grass, I guess, will get uh, stuck in the spikes. Yes. But it's not long grass, it'll be okay. Okay, but anyway, Robotai, all this is on the assumption of it. The guy was not mitkaven for this. The guy's walking on grass. He's not kavanah to pull out grass. So the Gemara says, 
The Kaimanan Kerebi Shimon, like Rabbi Shimon, the Barsh and Metkaven. We know we hold like Rabbi Shimon. The Barsh and Metkaven Mutar. Kolehu Shari. It's Mutar. I don't care if you have spite, I don't care if you have long rest. Assuming that it's not going to be a psikneshe. As long as it's not going to be something that's going to be inevitable, we're going to say it's Mutar. Look at that. She, yeah. Kerebi Shimon, the man and the Barsh and Metkaven. Ramara bin Barhamma, Amara of Aser. אסור לאדם שיחוף אשתו לדבר מצווה. כמה נגדה? You can't force your wife לדבר מצווה. ולו מצווה. מיני פטשמיש אמיתה, אותו קרבה. אוקיי, אז you can't force your wife. שנאמר, ואץ, שמי לה דזת by force, ברגליים חוטא. ואמר בן יהושע בן נביא, כל הכופה אשתו לדבר מצווה. You force your wife to have relation, הביאה לו בנים שאינם מהוגנים. The kids come out not... מהוגנים, אוקיי? אמר עליו איכא בר חנינא, מאקרא, how do you know that? because it says גם בלא דעת נפש לא טוב. that if you have, if you don't have the תשמיש with consent, נפש לא טוב. it's going to bring a, you know, a bad, bad soul to the world. תניא למאחה, גם בלא דעת נפש לא טוב, זה הקופה אשתו דבר מצווה, ואז ברגליים חוטא, זה הבועל ושונה, which means If he has a double bi'ah, that's also not good, because he's causing his wife to have uh, tsa'ar. What do you mean, ini ve'amarava? Rabotai, no coincidence, look at this. Who the, the day that I had my grandson, the, the Gemara talks about banim zecharim. Ve'amarava, harotzeh la'asot kol banav zecharim, yib'ol ve'yishneh. Adaba, we said that if you want to have banim zecharim, you should be bo'el ve'shoneh. You just told me that you should not be boiled v'shoneh. The other way, that was a trick to get zecharim. It depends. If you have a permission, then baruch haba. No problem. But if we're talking about we don't have a permission. We don't have a permission, then already it's a terhafa, and you shouldn't do it. Read Rashi, Yib'ol v'yishneh. Yib'ol Bingo, like we learned in the Rashi, Isha Mazra'at Tehillah, Isha Ki Tazriya. If she's Mazriya first, so it's a baby boy. So how do you do that? You have two Bi'az, and therefore she'll be Mazriya first before he's Mazriya. So that's the way it'll uh, have a baby boy. Of course, that'll only be good if it's Lada'at, if it's, you know, willingly. But if it's not willingly, then of course, that's not going to be good. What's the Kavanah of the Harosela? So it's called Banah yeah, which is if you want. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah, he wants. He wants. He wants all boys. He wants all boys. Okay. So it means uh, it's it's a shuwin. If he does this over here, all all, all his kids will be boys. He he has a girl from a different wife. Why not? Amar Rab Shmuel Bar Nachmani Amar Rab Yochanan. Kol isha shetobat baalad edvar mitzvah. If the lady solicits the husband. She solicits, that's not good. Uh, so we'll have to see what this means here. The Yemen is a great thing. You'll have children that were not even around in the generation of Moshe. Right? In the times of Moshe, what does it say? That we need, we need judges. So it says, bring us hachamim, nevonim, yedu'im l'shoptechem, uchtiv, but what does the pasuk say? Vaikarat rashi shoptechem, anashim hachamim, veduim. They were only able to find hachamim and yedu'im. Ve'idu nevonim, lo ashkah. But they couldn't find nevonim. 
ואילו גבי לאה, לזכות ההיסטוריה, ולאה אמנו. כתיב, ותצא לאלק ותושי סליסט את יעקב אבינו. ותשי כמענת לפיר דדי, ותאמר אליי תבוא, you come to my tent tonight, כי סכו שכתיך, because I paid for it, right, with the דודאים. וכתיב, who was born that night? יששכר. And what does it say about יששכר? ובני יששכר יודעי בינה לעתיד, that בינה, which didn't even exist in terms of משה רבנו. לדעת מה יעשה ישראל. ראשיהם, מאתיים וכל אחריהם על פיהם, and everybody follow their advice. So you see over here that if the lady solicits, the kids come even better than the generation of Moshe Rabbeinu. Rebbe says, Eni ve'amar Rabbi Yitzhak bar Avdimi, Eser kenalot n'kana l'chaba. Ten curses have got by eating from the etzadah. Dekhtiv, ela isha amar. So what did God say to the lady? Unbelievable. Harba arbe. Which means number one, you can have a lot. Elu shne tipe damim. Two bloods that the lady's going to get. Harba Arbe. What are the two bloods? The Had Dam Nida, the Had Dam Betulin. The blood of Nida and Betulin. Etzebonech, Zetzar Gidul Banim. That's raising the children. Heronech, Zetzar Aibud. Pregnancy. We know that that's, uh, the ladies have a hard time. Now with that, Be'etzeb Teldi Banim, giving birth. Baruch Hashem, giving birth. You see that a couple of times? My daughter gave birth last night. The Daphne of me already talks about giving birth. And Zechanim. You can't get better than this a couple of times. בעצם תלדי בנים, זה דיפרקל. ולישך תשוקתך, and the husband, you'll have a craving for your husband, ולמד שהאישה משתוקקת על בעלה. The lady craves to be with the husband, בשעה שיוצא לדרך, especially when he travels, right? She wants to be with him. והוא ימשול בך, but he will rule you, ולמד שהאישה תובעת בלב. She can only solicit, you know, without saying anything, בלב. But the man can solicit verbally. That's the good midah that they don't solicit verbally. But we just said over here that if the lady solicits, she'll have a child better than the times of Moshe Rabbeinu. The says, Which means she's not doing it verbally, she's giving signals. She's acting in a way where it's giving a signal that she wants to be with her husband. She's not doing it, uh, you know, she's not doing it uh, verbally. Okay. Rabbi, it sounds like it was the Pasuk Balea. She said it. Yes, she said it. Right. right. So the Chavra, that, that's a good question. I was, I was just going to ask that question. Okay. <laughs> so he says, What did she say? Come to my tent. What did she say? Come, come to my tent. Come, come for a cup of coffee. And he understood it. What am I coming to your tent for? Evanta? She didn't say Tavo Eli meaning Tashmish. Eli Tavo, come to the tent, make a turn. But he didn't say she didn't say It's beautiful. Okay. Anyway, Rabotai, let's stop over here. We did good more than I thought we could do.